0: And when I'm re-elected, the best is yet to come.
1: Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. We we love just got fight. It. Keep fighting, God wins. We love real this boys. Mr. Chairman, uh, I rise in opposition to the amendment. What this stabilizing brace, which is depicted here, when a pl- when attached here, it turns this weapon into an automatic weapon. This bumps; it becomes a bump stock. And so it will allow that to essentially be fired like an automatic weapon. That's the danger. So I have to very strongly oppose the amendment. And I yield back.
2: Gentleman yields back. Who seeks recognition? I, I seek recognition. My purpose is the gentleman from Kentucky seek recognition. To strike the last word. Gentleman is recognized. <laughs> the, the Democrats are so zealous in their... Rush to ban everything related to guns and every gun that exists that, I'm afraid uh, Mr. Cicilline has his his gun features mixed up. He just described the arm brace, which is used by people who have a handicap to help fire a a pistol. He just described it as a bump stock. Uh, It's neither a stock nor a bump stock. And um, I think it's important that if you're gonna ban these things that you actually understand what you're banning. That is the picture that he showed, everybody needs to know, is not a bump stock. It's, a, it's an arm brace for firing a pistol um, from the wrist. And it's not, it's not made to increase the rate of fire, of the firearm, it's not made to simulate automatic fire. Um, it's made to stabilize the, the grip of a pistol. And that's all. That's all it does. And if anybody else um, seeks wants me to yield time to them, I will. I, I'll yield to the amendment sponsor.
3: Thank Ms. you, Shishma. Mr. Massey. Uh I, I just wanted to um, point out that yes, you've got a, a photo there, but this is what we are actually talking about. We are not talking. We are talking about a piece of equipment that stabilizes the arm that is used by the disabled and our disabled veterans to help more safely hunt. And it does not turn it into an automatic weapon. It does nothing but stabilize the the weapon for
1: them. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you to the YouTube page of The Blaze for that content. Uh, As I sift through... uh, Hearings and hours and hours and hours of hearings and testimony. Uh, Once in a while you find a little nugget like that. And what was great about that was Representative Massey literally catching a Democrat in a lie right there in real time. And do you want to know the pathetic thing about that? Is that lying, swamp donkey, sewer dwelling Democrat didn't even have the common decency to say, oh, I'm sorry. My bad. I guess my interns gave me the wrong information, and I don't know what in the H-E double hockey sticks I'm talking about. Good on you. My bad. That's what a real man does. That's what a, 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 a common-sensed mature person, man or woman, does. When they're caught in either a lie or spreading not maybe ignorantly disinformation, then you say, okay, my bad. <laughs> I screwed up my fault. Those are words you'll never hear from a Democrat, much like you'll never hear them from a teenager. What do teenagers and Democrats have in common? Nothing is ever their fault, and they don't know why it happened. Nothing is ever their fault, and they don't know why it happened. Amen? If you agree, then give me a share on your social media platforms. Folks, you're locked and loaded right here on Live from America on this beautiful Monday, July 25th, year of our Lord, 2022, and I am your ever-so-humble and God-fearing host. The Hip-Hop Patriot, Jeremy Harrell, coming to you from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire, thank you for allowing me to do this job for you five days a week, twice a day. It is an honor, and I want to give a big shout-out to the Real America's Voice family, along with the LFA family, we're all in here together. Like, rumble, share, share, share. Share. There's a reason why Life from America has the most engagement. It's because the people that have watched this show are not sitting on their hands. They're doing something about it. Amen? Now, going back to that cold open real quick, why do do they do this? Why do the Democrats chip away and pretend that they don't want to ban all guns when we know out of the mouths of other swamp donkey sewer dwellers that that's exactly what they want? They want a complete ban on guns. They're not even shy to say it in some cases. They want, to model the, uh, they want to model the same thing that Canada is doing right now. And Justin Trudeau literally taking the, taking the guns out of the hands of every Canadian because guns in Canada cannot and will not and should not, according to Justin Trudeau, be for people to use for self-defense. Now, we all know that's what Democrats want here. Democrats have said that's what they want here. Democrat voters are all about this. Look at, the, look at those morons over at the Young Turks. Look at all the dummies on CNN. They'll say it all the time. We don't need guns. Why do we need guns? Police are the only ones that need guns. Republicans know that Democrats don't want, uh, don't want the United States to have the Second Amendment. We've got uh, Michael Moore slash Rosie O'Donnell out there talking about a 28th Amendment that would that basically just completely subdue the, the Second Amendment. So why the games? Why the games? There's no reason that you have to tiptoe around this anymore. Stop farting around and literally just come out and say, we want to ban all guns and let's go toe-to-toe. Let's go toe-to-toe verbally, with rhetoric, legally, whatever you want. Let's just go toe-to-toe and get it done. Why this chipping away? Why? It's because it's the only way that they can accomplish their un-American, unpatriotic agenda on you, the American person. That mixed with indoctrination and turning all boys into girls, boom. Boom. You win. You take over a country. Unbelievable. Just come out and say it at this point. We all know it. Just come out and say it. Everybody knows it. there's no reason to beat around the bush. Look, I'd like to thank a few people live here while we're on today. I'd like to thank Thomas Daly. God bless you, sir. Wendy Walker, thank you so very much. These are folks that donated on JeremyHarrell.com. And right now, folks, we're hurting probably in ways that we haven't when it comes to our donorship and people are out there doing whatever they can to keep us afloat and guess what god is going to make sure we never go anywhere thanks to people like diane anderson thanks to people like william schmidt and suzanne patrick and terry franklin thank you diana spisak deborah saylor suzanne mckinney marianne casper Karen Tian, and shalane weaver thank you very much for your online donations. I'd also like to thank uh, some of our LFA family members. Uh, Dennis and Tatiana Sled. Rosa Catalano. Amanda Collins. She sent some beautiful paintings. Uh, I wish I had them with me right now, but I'll show them tomorrow. Just a great group of people here trying to do good things. Trying to save the world. Trying to save this country from the hands of of basically tyrannical tear. It's tyranny. I don't. There's no. I'm trying to think of all these different words to describe what the left is doing right now, and it's just straight tyranny, folks. It's what you see in places like Venezuela. It's what you see in the CCP, and you've already got them modeling social credit scores after the CCP. You've got Justin Trudeau to the north saying how the CCP got it right. You've got Tony Fauci saying the lockdown should be more stringent. We're going to talk a little bit about that tonight, and you've got them trying to model model this government around basically no freedom to the people, a government not by the people, not for the people, and not of the people. And it's that simple. There's no, there's no, uh, there's no secret anymore. It's not a few conservative people out there pushing the issue. They're just pushing completely. The left trying to push on, on all, uh, infringe on everything. And then we all know it. Let's go to the Lord, July 25th, year of our Lord, 2022. Reading from Jesus, calling the devotional, and then we'll go right to the verses that, those devotion, that that devotional was pulled from. It's easier to tone down your thinking when your body is still for a time, since mind and body are so intricately connected. Ponder the wonder of my presence with you. Refresh yourself in my promises I will counsel you and watch over you. I will supply every need of yours according to my riches and glory. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. You know what know what's great about this, folks, is when you were a kid, say if there was something wrong and you went to the person you trusted, like your mom, your dad, your older brother, your sister, and they've promised, look, I promise you I'm not going to let anything happen to you. I promise you I'm going to be there for you. I promise that whatever happens, I'm going to help you. And you felt better. Because you knew that somebody that loved you promised you something. Somebody that loves you more than your parents ever could has promised you many things. So run towards that. John 20, 26 tells us Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace, be with you. And from John 14, 27, peace, I leave with you. My peace, I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. And when your mind becomes quiet enough, listen, listen for my resurrection blessing. Peace be with you. Listen for my resurrection blessing. Peace be with you. God's there, folks. He's been there. He'll always be there. So just take uh, heed to that and have peace. Just like you did when your parents or your older brother or sister, somebody promised you that they would be there for you. Please remove your hats if you're wearing one this evening and go to the Lord in prayer with me as we say the Lord's Prayer, as red, white, and blue-blooded Americans who stand up for the rule of law. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, But deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And I will tell you, there's a lot of people out there that say, oh, look at you, you're just some American nationalist Christian where you only care about America and this, that, and the other. No, I care about America first so that we can help the rest of the world. And anybody who knows me and watches this show knows that's exactly what I'm referring to. All right, time for a commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. This is live from America, and we will be right back right after this. Please stay tuned. God bless. I want to thank uh, the the evenings so far. We've got uh, donations from Miranda Dolan. God bless you, Miranda. God bless you. She says, God takes care of us. He provides. Yes, he does, Miranda. And wow, look at this. Keep up the great work. $500. $500. We were looking for $500 to close out the show tonight in order to replenish the Slurp Fund to help others. And look at that. RJ Cat, the great, great human, wonderful human being that she is. And God works through her to supply all our needs that we needed tonight. What a great, great group of people we have. Folks, by the way, we are closing in on $32,500. Going out of the slurp fund already this year. Could we hit 60? I don't know. I don't know. Our goal was double last year, and we're already almost there. What a great blessing God has given us with this Life from America show. Thank you, Holly. God bless you as well. I want to say hello to uh, Terry. I want to say hello to, to Hair, too. Oh, by the way, give our producer, LFA producer, some love inside the comment section tell him how much you appreciate the job he's doing he's doing a wonderful job and i love i love having him here i don't think i could do this show any longer without somebody like him going over to, uh, to uh, getter real quick i'd like to give some shout outs if i could over on getter and by the way if you're watching in the getter chat our lfa producer is in there as well cherokee star we love you jeremy ditto right back girl ditto right back jamie says amen what a powerful, powerful word that is, right? Amen. You hear that, and you're just like, well, "Amen." About what? <laughs> you know, "Amen." What happened? And you're all about it. Vicky asks, "Good to see you." Ruby Hines is also on Getter. Uh, Kick J Four is watching. Roxy loves life. Roxy loves life. She says, "My dad has COVID. He's in uh, Nevada. I'm in California. My dad is unable to be by his mom's side during her last moments." So well, let's pray. We'll pray, okay? We love you, and we're very sorry that your your dad's going through that. Miguel Ortiz, thank you. We got your email today, man. I appreciate you. I love you. God bless. And one more here, Christy Burns. How you doing, girl? Thank you for the shares. Thank you for the repost. Thank you for the shares on Rumble, folks. Let's get back to the show. I got a very, very, uh, very good show tonight, as always. And I want to thank our guest that came in earlier, Garrett Saldano. He's doing a heck of a job there. And look, everybody wants you to be perfect when you're running for office. But just being there alone is hard enough. Just remember that. All right, here we go. We're live right here on Real America's Voice News, real views, honest news, patriotic people, great audiences, better families, and people who want to make a difference. So if that sounds like the type of show that you're in for, well, then don't change the channel and stay right here as we get ready for our first and foremost section. Please lift up your cups and let's have our first slurp. Here we go. All right, I want to pick up tonight where we left off. Well, not where we left off, but I want to kind of give you an update tonight on the first and foremost section uh, to the story that we did on this morning's show for the first and foremost section. And if you did not see and if you did not hear, the state of Michigan is, in all, is already showing you how they choose to steal, how they, uh, how they plan, I should say, to steal the election. And um, a, a News Channel 3 in Michigan if you haven't heard the story, posted the, uh, the election results for the GOP primary, okay? The problem was the election for the, the primary election for the GOP primary has not happened yet. It happens next week, and it already had people laid right out, and guess what? They were all the establishment rhinos or the people that the establishment rhinos back and Trump haters, all as winners. Crazy stuff, right? Right? Well, I want to give you an update as uh, as to what happened or at least the uh, the explanation that we've got uh, as to why that happened and who's responsible. now, I seem to think if you ask me personally and you want my personal opinion on that, it's that was going to be the results next week, and somebody accidentally put them out, and now they're trying damage control that's if you ask me, that's what happened. but when asked about um when asked about all of this stuff and coming out. And uh, when asked about the race being influenced by premature and inaccurate results, Tom Norton, who's running for the U.S. District, House, uh, US District 2, said, I hope that this is them stress-testing the report system. The press has a constitutional uh, duty to be fair and balanced, yet sadly we all know that they have joined the likes of uh, basically Marxist-style disinformation. 2.6 million Americans have died for the right to vote to be protected. Any election fraud at any level is unacceptable. So again, let's go back to the story and find out exactly what's going on there, all right? Incumbent Pete Mayer also defeated John Gibbs by 50% spread. Tudor Dixon was on the top of the GOP primary with like 700,000 votes. And the problem in Michigan's election primary is, like I said, it doesn't take place until next week. So how could somebody, how could something like this happen and how could one not think that something like this would go viral, putting this out if it was a test, if discovered by anybody and shared around the world before you can make an explanation? It's, it's flat out irresponsible or, or ladies and gentlemen, it was, uh, like I said, if it, if it was irresponsible, that means they already have the, they already have it made. They already have it in the box. They already have it in the queue. Who's going to win just like they called Arizona. Just like they called Arizona. So, this begs the question because they're saying they did it. This is a stress test, merely a stress test. This is merely them doing a, a, a test of uh, I don't know what. I, I mean, this kind of stuff has never happened before. These kind of stress tests never happened, at least publicly before. And I'm glad they did because it gave us an insight into what's really going on. It begs the question does this constitute as election influence? Is this not election interference? If it's not election influence, it's definitely election interference one way or the other, folks. This, the publishing of these results, whether it's a test, whether it's um, accurate information that they're, gonna, that, that, that they're putting out, I mean, accurate, the, the fact that they already chose the winner and they're putting out and they accidentally put it out or they put it out by some kind of irresponsible, you know, somebody being too irresponsible. Long story short, Publishing the results of a race a week before the election and without any disclaimer, letting people know that this is in no way actual numbers 100% influences people to either not show up or show up more for a particular candidate. So, who is responsible? And uh, last night, Channel 3, WWMT TV, when asked how the results for the primary were published, uh, responded shockingly. Thank you for your concern. Our apologies. We have been testing our systems with the Associated Press. The Associated Press was the affiliate. Remember this morning, somebody asked who's the affiliate? The affiliate is the AP. And we all know the AP. We all know what they do. They're, they're half the reason why I don't have a Facebook page. They're half the reason why I don't have a YouTube page. They're half the reason why I don't have a, t- uh, a Twitter page. Not that I ever use Twitter anyway. But the AP is pretty much them and a couple others are solely responsible for me not having these pages and being on these major platforms anymore. And now we know that the, uh, the affiliate was the Associated Press. How incredibly biased this whole system is. It says, um, it says uh, we have cleared the numbers. The actual primary results, w- results will populate after the polls close on Tuesday, August 2nd. Thank you for your concern. Our apologies. But just to kind of remind the state of Michigan, Michigan statute 168.932 states that a person who violates one or more of the following subdivisions is guilty of a felony. A, a person shall not attempt by means of bribery, menace, or other corrupt means or device either directly or indirectly to influence an elector in giving his or her vote or to deter the elector from or interrupt the elector in giving his or her vote at any election held in this state. So once again, publishing the results of an election a week before, considered directly or indirectly, influencing an elector in giving their vote? Ironically, the same thing happened in Georgia, and we talked about that this morning. Same thing happened in Georgia. So why is it that the two controversial swing states and battleground states, with all these scrutinized results... Procedures and records retentions are the ones that made the mistake of accidentally publishing results without disclaimers letting electors know that uh, these are not symbolic um, of any particular voting. Why are, these resu- why are the results released in Michigan predominantly GOP races with only a handful of lower uh, ticket Democrats races published? How is this data determined and why was it made public or live? These are all questions that we have, but we know the answer. Election fraud. This is just them planting seeds in people's minds, who to go out vote and vote for, and, who, and and basically this person already run won overwhelmingly, don't go out and vote. And there is a lot of people out there that will tell you, I don't know when the primaries is. I don't know when they are. They find out about it that day. I voted stickers show up all over Facebook. and They go, oh, that's right. I got to go get my I voted sticker. Half these people don't even know. So again, this is election fraud. It is election interference. And speaking of election fraud, speaking of election interference, we cannot get through this segment without talking about some breaking news that happened today. Representative Chuck Whitchers became the third Wisconsin lawmaker to sign on to decertify the 2020 election Wisconsin results. So this puts more pressure on Rhino Robin Voss, who we did call this morning, and I hope you all called as well. And he stated the reason why he's now calling for decertification was because the fraud was just too great. The fraud was too great to ignore, he says, but yet Speaker Rhino Robin Voss, even though he said if the fraud is overwhelming, I will definitely, definitely move towards decertification. Well, well, not only do you have the Racine County Sheriff's Department, with their investigation, and and, and recommend five uh, of the six WEC members have felonies, but you also have the high court in that state last week, two weeks ago, that said, ah, the drop boxes are illegal, were illegal, and will be illegal in the future. So he becomes, again, Representative Chuck Wichkers. If you guys live in Wisconsin, he will become the third Wisconsin lawmaker to sign on to decertify the 2020 election. Uh, Wichkers made a public announcement at a press conference today. He joins Representative Tim Ramtham, who came on the show last week, and Representative Janelle Branchen in signing on to legislation to decertify the 2020 election for the president in that state. So another person standing up, Another person who clearly sees that there was enough fraud to decertify the election is standing up, putting his money where his mouth is and saying, no, I do not agree that, that Joe Biden is in that White House legitimately. We must remove him. We must remove him now. We must decertify the election in Wisconsin. Now, folks, long story short, we're probably not going to see Joe Biden removed from decertification of an election. These are more state-by-state standings and setting the precedent of, hey, we're not going to take this anymore, and you have a lot more people being proactive rather than reactive. Regardless, the truth needs to come out, and as long as the truth gets out, we need to trust in God that justice will be served wherever that truth points, and just keep doing our job. Keep our foot on the gas and keep screaming louder, because it is making a difference. I promise you, it is making a difference. We're going to take another break here on Real America's Voice News. This is live from America. I'm Jeremy Harrell. We'll be right back right after this. Stay tuned. A lot of stuff happening in Wisconsin, folks. Decertify, decertify, decertify. Look, you know what? I know there's a lot of people out there that go, oh, I'm sick of more of this, sick of more of that. Just decertify already. Well, you know what? Screaming decertify more and more and more and louder and louder and louder and louder will lead to decertification. Just like screaming that abortion is, 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 kills babies and should not uh, Roe v. Wade should have never been passed. We screamed and screamed and screamed and screamed and boom. Look what happened out of nowhere. So we can never get frustrated. We can never be like the people that Moses led out of slavery and got so frustrated even though they were free. We cannot be those people. We cannot grumble. We cannot complain about it. All we can do is continue to push the issue, find the truth, put it out, get it out at all costs, and then let God handle the rest. That is what we do. Our job here is not to, uh, our job here is not to uh, facilitate everything and all the changes. Our job here is to make people aware and then go into action. And if, if, if something happens uh, as a result of our action, that's great. That's great. That's all we can ask for. But we cannot be discouraged and we can't grumble. Amen? Jeremy, you're under a lot of stress. You're using your neck wrap, Dave. Yes, of course we are. And it's not only I who am using that neck wrap. My daughters are too. They love it. Terry says, I'm as loud as I can be on here. (laughs) LOL. I hear you, girl. Hey, that counts. That counts. Why doesn't anyone talk about the steal in Nevada? It's maddening. No, there definitely was a steal in Nevada. There definitely, definitely was. But the problem is people in Nevada are not screaming out as much as the other states are. I know that there are some that are, but on a massive level, candidates everywhere, people coming in campaigns, they're not screaming at the top of their lungs like they are in Georgia, like they are in Pennsylvania and Michigan. Again, I know some are, I'm I'm sure you are, but as a whole, the candidates there and and the elected officials are not, unfortunately, not as much as the others anyway. He is so angry anymore. Teresa nine, six, three. I'm not sure who you're talking about me. Maybe I'm not angry. I'm happy. (laughs) Um, Lord, let the demons scatter at the sound of your holy voice. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. And Bad Moon says, smash that rumble button. Again, it's either the plus sign or the boxing glove on your app. And it's really easy to share from there as well. All right, let's come back from this video. Get into the next segment. Welcome back to Live from America, folks. Thank you so very much. For sticking around, I know that some people watch this show very late, and uh, I do. I do very much appreciate your support, your loyalty, your dedication to the show, the truth, the gospel, and so much more. And there's other folks out there also fighting for the truth and the gospel. And uh, one of them is Mike Lindell, and he was at the uh, the Trump rally. And uh, always has a good time with our friend Ben Burkwoman. Always has a good time with, uh, you know, all the Real America's Voice crew. He's such a down-to-earth guy. And uh, there's a lot, uh, always, always sales going on at My Pillow. Always some kind of major sale. You know Mike Lindell, is a salesman. Get this now, it's going out of style. Get this now, it's going, get this now or else everybody else is going to get it. Long story short, if you do support Mike Lindell at all this week, next week, or the week after, and you want to help out this show, please use the promo code LFA for Live from America. And we get a little kickback of that, and that always helps. So I thank you so very much. All right. So this morning, I gave you a very detailed list. I was going to give it last week, but I gave you a very detailed list of all the people that were in direct contact with Joey, COVID, cancer, Alzheimer's, Biden, applesauce, Apparently, he's got every disease known to man from what he said last week. But either way, I gave you a very detailed list of everybody that was on the super spreader plane with him, Air Force One, as they traveled around the country spreading COVID together. Now, per the CDC guidelines that they're always chirping at us, anybody who's been in contact with anybody who's got COVID should quarantine, right? Amen. That's what they told us. But yet we've seen Mean Jean, Kareen Pierre working today. She was on that, um, she was on that plane. She was in direct contact with Joey Applesauce. Why is she working? Why was she working today? Why is Elizabeth Pocahontas working? She should be quarantining. So the next time that a Republican catches COVID and it happens to be around other people, I don't want to hear another Democrat politician bump their gums about who should be in quarantine, all because they don't want them showing up for a vote. All these loser swamp donkey Democrats should not be working. They should not be in contact with their staff. They should be in physical contact with nobody in Washington, D.C. or their home offices in their state. They should go home, go to the basement just like Joey Applesauce and have Zoom meetings about how much of a loser they all are. Because I do not want to see them violating their own CDC guidelines, right? But yet mean Jean Corrine was out there today working. Anyway, what am I getting at? Well, one of, their most, uh, one of their most hated rivals in the Democrat Party is Senator Joe Manchin. Now, Senator Joe Manchin has also now just come down with COVID-19, the flu, whatever you want to call it. He was fully vaxxed. He was fully boosted, but yet he's come down with COVID now. So I'm, what I'm wondering is this. What I'm wondering is this, folks. They're already coming at you from the WHO perspective of the monkeypox, and they're going to continue up this COVID fight. I'm wondering... If they're not just if a bunch of rhinos and uniparty um, elected officials, swamp officials, are just going to say, "Oh, we've come down with COVID, COVID," in order to make the make you think that COVID is running rampant again, just so the federal government will do something about it again, just so Nancy Pelosi will have some kind of talking point to mix with the vodka that drips off the front of her dentures while she tries to spit and sputter and make a statement actually make sense. I'm wondering if this isn't all for show. But anyway. Long story short, even if it is for show, it proves the point that whether you're vaxxed and boosted, nothing matters. You're still going to get the flu. You're still going to get COVID, period. So I started, uh, started looking into that and seeing if any other people said that they had COVID. And I came across this. Tony Fauci, who's going to retire very shortly and who's going to have a pension that is larger than what the president of the United States makes while he's an active president, Tony the rat-faced Fauci is being very bold now that he knows that he is, uh, that he's leaving office. He clearly, he's, he, he's so elite, he's so out of touch, and he's so uh, pompous that he doesn't understand that we're going to be coming after him for everything that he put the American people through, along with Dr. Burks, along with the CDC, along with Rochelle Walensky, along with the Surgeon General, and everybody else who perpetrated this lie on the American people. Anyway, long story short, this loser, Tony the Ratface, gain-of-function Fauci, came out and said the lockdowns, you being locked down, your children being locked down, schools and churches being locked down, businesses being forced to quit and, and, and just go out of business because of the lockdowns. Guess what this guy said? He said that the lockdowns, looking back on it, should have been more stringent. They should have locked you down harder, Tony Fauci said, even though the data shows that the cure cannot become worse than the the disease, or it will have long-lasting effects on this country. And Tony Fauci came out and said that the lockdowns should have been more stringent. Unbelievable. Watch this. We know now, two and a half years later, that anywhere from 50 to 60 percent of the transmission occur from someone without symptoms, either someone who never will get symptoms or someone who is in the pre-symptomatic stage. Had we known that then, the insidious nature of spread in the community would have been much more of an alarm and there would have been much, much more stringent uh, restrictions in the sense of very, very heavy encouraging people to wear masks Physical distancing or whatever. You did have that. You. you did that. So basically, this loser is saying, had we known how much how how easily transmissible this disease was and how fast it spread from person to person, we would have done more in the way of locking people down. We would have had more stringent restrictions on you. Uh, like you didn't? I remember when the streets were bare and everybody was afraid to go out for fear that this airborne disease was going to eat them like some flesh-eating disease. And you, th- you want to sit there and tell us that the lockdown should have been more stringent? Look, folks, I know that they're playing some monkey business with monkeypox, no pun intended, trying to say that it's an, it's an international pandemic, the WHO says, even though only two kids in the United States have come down with it. And as I showed you this morning, the CDC director come out and said, well, we have two cases of monkeypox, in children, in two children, traced back to the gay sex community, the men having sex with men community. And I was like, oh, uh, what? Wait a minute, slow down, what? So we already know that they're trying to, they're, and they're going to change the definition of how monkeypox is spread. Pretty soon it won't be having sex, having uh, you know, intercourse with another man, it'll be something else. Oh, it's, it's airborne now. It went airborne. So not only are they trying to play that monkeypox... Uh, monkey business on us for the midterms but they're also do not do not count them out Uh, they will use COVID again they will use COVID again and that's why they're already trying to say that's why I said it it seems awfully funny to me that all of these uh officials all these elected officials are now saying oh I've got COVID oh I've got COVID I'm coming down with COVID I'm coming down with COVID really because I don't I don't see it I don't think all these people are coming down with COVID and if they are then they have to admit that the vaccines and the boosters do not work one way or the other. We're not locking down again. It's never happened. That 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 fantasy of yours of implementing an entire tyrannical state here in the United States of America, that's not happening. That's not happening. Speaking of tyranny, speaking of tyranny, cackling Kamala Harris has gone full woke, ladies and gentlemen. She's gone full groomer, full groomer. You're not going to believe what she says in this next clip. It's going to blow your mind. Actually, it's not because it's Kamala Harris. Okay? She has a problem putting together anything that sounds more intelligent than a fifth grader writing a paper. She sounds like a fourth or a fifth grader trying to explain something to you, giving you an oral report. Trying very hard to sound uh, intelligent, but just not quite there. But anyway, Kamala Harris came out and said that the, uh, The LGBTQP teachers of this nation should be free to show their love to students, should have the freedom to show their love to students and love openly, she says, that an LGBTQP teacher has the freedom to love openly in their classrooms. This is Cackling Kamala Harris going full groomer. So these are issues that impact young people because as we all know,
3: your your right to vote and the action of voting unlocks all the other rights, including same sex marriage, including whether we're gonna stand up against a law that says don't say gay, basically restricting kindergarten through third grade teachers in Florida to be able to love openly and teach what they believe is important
1: for people to understand. So there there you go. LGBTQ teachers should be able to and free to love openly in their classrooms in a way that children will understand. Are you okay with that? Are you okay with that? Are you a parent? Are you a grandparent? Are you okay with the vice president, and I use that term very lightly, of the United States of America saying that an LGBTQP teacher should be free to openly love their students in a way that they understand. What's that way? What are you talking about? What way do they understand? Now I'll tell you what, keep using that word groomer because they hate that word. They hate the word groomer so bad that Reddit has already banned the word groomer on their platform in order to protect Democrats. They say it's in order to protect gay people. But then a bunch of people in the homosexual community came out and made videos and said, whoa, 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 whoa. Why is it synonymous to be um, to be gay and a groomer nowadays? I'm This one guy I watched, he said, I'm gay and in no way, shape or form do I want to have sex with children. He said, keep the groomer name where it belongs and keep us out of it. So let's put, let's put it up. I want to pull up DC Drano's post on Getter. He said, so the groomers want to ban the word groomer? Don't worry, he said. We've got plenty of backups. Which would they prefer next? Pedophiles? Predators? Sex offenders? Kid touchers? Pedo peters? We can do this all day long. Which would you prefer? Because we'll call you whatever you'd like to be called. Long story short, you're a groomer and you're a pedophile, and you should be called out, and we shouldn't be afraid to do it. We'll be right back after this commercial break here on Real America's Voice News Live from America. Thank you very much for being here. Hope you're enjoying it. We'll be right back right after this. Now, I know a lot of people say they have to turn the volume down because I scream and I talk real loud and I get that. I'm trying to be better at that. I just get so fired up. I don't know. I don't even know my own volume sometimes. Uh, Terry Seuss says, groomer, 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 groomer. Let's keep talking about it, folks. Let's keep calling them that. Like I said, they hate that word. They'd rather be called pedophile than groomer. (laughs) Believe it or not. I mean, aren't they trying to get the pedophile put into that community as as LGBT? They can't help it type of stuff. Minor attracted persons, maps, right? Isn't that what they're calling them now? All day long, says Terry. Groomer, groomer, everybody's saying it. Cocaine is a hell of a drug, said Scotty. Plenty of synonym, synonyms, exactly. Exactly. All day. And we'll make it the names, the worse, the worse as we go. I, I agree. I agree. You got to call these people what they are. If they're going to sit here and call you racist and bigot and all this stuff, then you need to call these people what they are. Groomers and pedophiles. It is what it is. They don't like it. Oh, well. Don't be a groomer. Don't be a pedophile. If the shoe fits, wear it. I mean, (laughs) I don't know another way to say it. All right, here we go. Please share the video on Rumble. I'd appreciate it. Welcome back to Live from America, folks. And in the last segment, we ended talking about groomers and pedophiles and the way that they're normalizing it in your schools and in your workplaces. And wherever you go nowadays, it seems like you just can't call something what it is. It seems like you're forced. It's like it's not enough to be gay. They don't want you just to be gay. You have to be openly flamboyantly gay. And it's not enough to just a bunch of people living in the world peacefully, not judging each other based on your sexual desires. What a weird world we live in now. That was never the case when I grew up. But nowadays, it's not. you can't just be straight and mind your own business. No, 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 no. Because if you say anything about anything, you're a homophobe, you're a bigot, cancel culture, destroy your business, destroy your name, destroy your family, threaten you, physically threaten you, whatever it is, assault you. Like I said, they're never just going to accept the fact that you accept them in society. I accept liars too. I accept cheaters in society. I accept uh, blasphemers in society. I don't love it, but I accept them. Come as you are, we'll try to help you, we'll pray for you, we'll try to help you be saved. We're all sinners. But it's amazing these days that if you don't flamboyantly join in on their, on their parade, to use that word as a pun, well then you're a bigot. And one family has had enough. One family in Pennsylvania is fleeing the public school after their boys were encouraged and, and, uh, and basically pressured to wear dresses during Pride Month. And I want to give Madeline Hubbard the, cur- the, uh, the credit for writing this, and she wrote this for Just the News. Our friend John Solomon over there, uh, at least two families have pulled their children out of a Pennsylvania middle school due to its woke agenda, citing how, among numerous other things, children are not allowed to wear the American flag, but boys were encouraged and pressured to wear dresses at the school's Gay Pride Month celebration. Quote, the last thing I thought I wanted to do was to transfer my son Uh, for his eighth grade year. But enough is enough. Parent Jim Jacobs told the Delaware Valley Journal about his decision to transfer uh, his son out of Stetson Middle School, located in Westchester, Pennsylvania. Anybody in Westchester, Pennsylvania, raise your hand. Anybody know Stetson Middle School, raise your hand. Anybody have kids there, you might want to uh, reach out to them and find out what's going on. Quote, at Stetson, there is no freedom of speech, but freedom of woke speech. The tolerance promoted by diversity, equity, and inclusion is not practiced towards those who have disagreements with or dare to question this woke agenda, Jacob said. His brother also decided to transfer his children out of the Westchester Area School District into private Catholic schools due to concerns over cultural indoctrination. During Gay Pride Month in June, Jacob's son was disciplined in the school for wearing Uggs that officials said were slippers despite the fact that the student wore the Uggs before without a problem. So my son gets disciplined for wearing Uggs, which are said to not adhere to the school dress code. But boys are encouraged to wear dresses, and male teachers can teach in stilettos? Really? Jacob said. I called the assistant principal, James DeWitt, if you guys need to know a name, James DeWitt, to ask if that was true. He verified it, and told me that boys dressing as girls and a male teacher wearing high heels is perfectly acceptable and not in violation of the dress code. The assistant principal, James DeWitt, also defended a specific male teacher's choice of footwear, although the instructor is not named by the Delaware Valley Journal. Quote, This teacher, has worn high heels on multiple occasions, and that if the teacher is comfortable wearing them, then the school supports him, DeWitt said. My son told me the same teacher who wears high heels would have the gay pride flag and march it through the cafeteria at lunchtime, and that this was completely accepted and encouraged. How dare or how are these not clear cut examples of indoctrination and the promotion? Of a specific social agenda. I agree. Somebody just said James Nitwit. What a perfect name for that Democrat loser. How do you know he's a Democrat, Jeremy? Trust me, guaranteed. I'd put money on it. 100 bucks. 100 bucks says that that guy's a Democrat. So I think everybody should give them a call. Stetson Middle School, Westchester, Pennsylvania. Vice Principal James DeWitt, time to get some phone calls, buddy. Same thing's happening with our school here, where I live, in New Hampshire. You go by the school, the middle school, or the uh, high school, right out in the front foyer. By the way, that taxpayers paid millions of dollars to renovate this school. The front foyer was one of the additions. Guess what? Massive, massive trans gay pride flag right up in the front of the school. Massive flag. It's unbelievable to me how many parents are just like, oh, this is cool. This is cool. Terrible parents. That's what that is. Terrible, terrible parents. Unbelievable. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to move on from that story because it absolutely makes me sick and I can't stand this kind of crap. (laughs) Anyway, let's move on to the next story, folks. Next story here is Larry Hogan. Now, you guys know Larry Hogan. He is the governor of Maryland. He's all upset. He's got his his underwear in a bunch, we'll say, because Dan Cox won the primary. And Dan Cox winning the primary, ooh, that just just chaps Larry Hogan's behind. So the fact that that Larry Hogan's endorsement did not win, guess what he's blaming it on? You're never going to guess this. This is incredible. He is blaming it on Donald Trump colluding with, get this, Democrats in order to make Dan Cox the winner of the, of the Maryland Republican primary. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. What a moron this guy is. If any, Hey, we did the definition of an idiot, didn't we? This guy fits that bill. Maryland Republican Governor Larry Hogan on Sunday alleged that the unprecedented collusion between President Donald Trump. And the National Democrats to help what he considers a fringe candidate win his party's gubernatorial nomination, Hogan said on ABC's This Week that Trump-backed state delegate Dan Cox win was the result of President Trump working with the Democratic Governors Association, which spent a reported or reported millions of dollars on campaign ads to promote Cox, whom the DGA alleged considers beatable in the general election. So he's saying that Donald Trump worked with the Democrats in order, the Democrat Governors Association, in order to elect Cox because Cox was beatable in the general election. And this is is Larry Hogan's excuse for being such a loser rhino that nobody wants to vote for his um, endorsement. So now he is saying that Trump is working with the Democrats. Hogan who will leave as Maryland governor in January as a result of term limits, also said about Cox, I would not support the guy. I wouldn't let him in the governor's office, let alone vote for him for the governor's office. He also acknowledged that this spring, uh, this spring having called Cox a QAnon whack job. Also over the weekend, Wes Moore, an author and nonprofit executive, was declared the winner of Maryland Democrat gubernatorial primary held on July 19th, which is uh, it's just funny, folks that you've got rhinos now uh, now accusing President Donald J. Trump, okay, accusing President Trump of working with the Democrats in order to elect a candidate that the Democrats feel that they can beat because he's weak, because he's backed by Trump. See how none of that makes sense? Do you see how none of that makes sense? So here on this July 25th year of our Lord, 2022, We are going to go ahead and give Rhino Larry Hogan the dumb, dumb award of the day here on LFA. Come on, man. (laughs) We did it. We
0: did it, Joe.
1: I'm telling you, these elitists have no idea what real Americans want. That's going in that Rhino bucket. They have no idea what real Americans want. That is why your guy lost. Larry Hogan, I want to reach out to you specifically and tell you. The reason why your endorsement lost is because your party, the grand old party, the old Republican Party, has been hijacked. When Democrats say the Republican Party's been hijacked, they're right. They are 100% right. We did hijack the party. We did take it over. And it was pretty easy to do. That's how weak-spined Republicans are, old-school Republicans like like Mitt Romney and John McCain. Okay, Larry Hogan, that is how out of touch with America they are. We did take your party over. We took it over because you're weak and you couldn't keep it. And we beat the brakes off you like Donald J. Trump beat the brakes off of you in 2016. This time it's going to be way worse. So Larry Hogan and all you other rhinos out there, know your role. Shut your mouth. Fall in line. The party belongs to us. Woo on fire here. We'll be right back with more live from America to end the show right after this. Please stay tuned. You know what it is, folks, is is these Republicans are so very mad. Will Dan Cox be on the show? I am working to get Dan Cox on the show. Yes, I know I should have had him on before, and I apologize. He lost because Hogan endorsed him. Exactly. Exactly. Why Why waste you time? Talk about this loser. Teresa says, who are you talking about, Hogan? Well, I want to tell you the new strategy that the, Republic, the Rhinos are doing. The new strategy clearly is that Donald Trump is working with Democrats. They're going to talk about this for the next two and a half months. Yes, this is a very important topic to talk about. When it's actually the Rhino scum who work with the Democrats. Exactly, pointing the finger and doing it themselves. That's exactly right. Pointing the finger at other people, the same thing that they're doing themselves. And that and that's why we're that's why I'm, I'm covering it, uh, Teresa, because these people are going to do anything they can to keep Trump away and they're going to do anything they can to keep the Trump voter away from the Trump endorsed candidate. So they're going to say he's working with Democrats because how it couldn't just possibly be that uh, that the Republicans uh, endorsements are that bad. Couldn't be that. No. Hogan got his panties in a bunch. this Patriot. Exactly. Yes, we really have to get Dan on here so we can ask him about this. Yes, true that, true that, I will. All right, here we go. Let's finish out strong, okay? I got, some, I got a good thing to show you guys on the way out. So here we go. Hello, and welcome back to Live from America. Thank you very much for being here, sticking around, and being so dedicated and loyal to the show. As long as you're dedicated and loyal to the show, I'm dedicated and loyal to you, and we should all give glory to God because that's where all of our Thanksgiving should rest, with God. Ladies and gentlemen, I do want to give a big shout out to those who are paying the bills or helping pay the bills, I should say, in this big time of need when Biden's economy is so bad that nobody can help out. I'd like to give a big shout out to Gold Co. as they're out there helping other conservatives, conservative people, Americans, keep their money secure with gold and silver. It is a smart thing to do. You don't have to be rich to do it. You can do half of your income. You can do half of your retirement. You can do a little bit here and there. Why put your money in savings accounts and IRAs when it's for sure that gold, silver, and things like real estate are always just going to work on their way up. So please, ladies and gentlemen, reach out to GoldCo today. Ask them how they can help you. they may not be able to. Maybe they can. It's always worth a call. 855-559-3433. Don't be caught with your pants down. Don't be caught looking stupid if you've got a lot of money saved away. And don't let it be trickled out by this Biden administration and, fl- and uh, sent over to Ukraine. So secure your nest egg today with GoldCo. Again, that's goldco.com slash live. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, the, the, the moment you've all been waiting for, the end of the show where we make you smile, one thing that we've done this year. As we've been able, these last two years really, is we've been able to stand up and be loud. And when you're loud and you blow the roof off things and when you blow things wide open and you talk about the bad things that people are doing, guess what? They tend to not want to do those bad things anymore. Why? Because the world's watching them. It's the same thing if you catch somebody doing something wrong in your household, catch one of your teenagers doing something wrong. They're not going to want to do the same thing twice. Okay? They're not going to want to do the same thing twice. So be loud. Get in their faces. Do not let them speak over you. That is the key. All of these people like Nancy Pelosi, all they want to do is speak over you. I want to highlight a mother who went to a school board and absolutely eviscerated the school board over the porn and over the crap that's being taught to her child. And this is absolutely amazing. I don't know how old this is. I just saw it for the first time. Either way, it doesn't matter if it's two years old or if it's just posted today. This is what you need to be doing. Do not let them speak over you. Be loud. Be proud. Here you go
3: she came to your school when she procures bids for isu with construction and came to your school and spoke to your staff for two straight days why did she do that this is why she did that this is why she did that To make sure that when our students want to know whether or not they have a vagina or a penis, they have pictures from your staff to be able to help them. They don't have enough sex. They don't have enough anal sex. They need adults to tell them how to masturbate. And what I call that is... So here's what I'm asking you. You have a hard time hearing this from me, but this is for for 10 years old and up, and this bill was passed for 5-year-olds and you have a hard time me sitting here telling you the words anal sex, masturbation, that's hard for you or the time's up because the time's not really up. I don't believe you, Mr. Wiley, that my time is up. But I'm gonna end with this. I'll, I'll close with this because this was too much for you, I can tell right now, and that's why you're cutting me off. The last time I said, you know what, critical race theory. Little girl in the back was laughing every single time Megan said something because white people oppress black people, right? Isn't your principal black? Isn't your mayor black? Now I would like to introduce to you Ty Smith.
1: Isn't your principal black? Isn't your mayor black? We're not buying this crap anymore. Sorry, says the mother who's um, holding the school accountable. They didn't like to hear what she said, did they? They didn't like to hear the words that were in that book, did they? And they tried to shut her off. They tried to tell her her time was done. They tried to silence her. Guess what she did? She got loud. Or, what are you going to do? Arrest me? Arrest me. Look stupid. And I'll be back here the next meeting to tell you the same darn thing. Big shout out to her. We love people like that. That's the kind of fighting that we need done in this country. That's the kind of stuff that we need to do if we're going to take this country back. And we cannot rely on others to do it. So that young lady gets... The award of the day. That's the kind of fighting that we need. If we can't fight like that, we'll never win. So make sure you keep that patriotic spirit up because we're going to need it going into these midterms. Ladies and gentlemen, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one. Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Please visit JeremyHarrell.com for all LFA, including new music with Dave Bray USA. You can donate there, you can sign up for the newsletter there, you can request a Bible there, you can go down the rabbit hole, and I'll see you on the other side. Remember, keep your families close, keep a smile on your face, and keep spreading that gospel. God bless you, amen. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace! I